Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Good morning, everybody. My name's Tim Johnson, and this is the lovely Stacy Borro. <laughs> good morning, Tim. <laughs> it sounds like I have a very good accent. <laughs> no, not so much. Not even sure what accent that is. I got a little bit of Ukraine, a little bit of... Uh, <laughs> a little French or something. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, anyways, how are you today? I'm great. You're just trying yeah. to get away from Eeyore, aren't you? <laughs> she had to bring it back up, didn't she? <laughs> I call him Eeyore and I'm Tigger. <laughs> That's a cute little duo. Oh, uh, just wait. I'll come up with a nice cartoon for you and, and we'll get along just fine. We are in the neighborhood and we, of course, are looking for volunteer heroes. We're looking for those people that um, really um, change Peoria just by volunteering and getting involved. And today we have... Sydney Daniels of Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Yes, thanks for having me here today. And your name is not Cindy. It is Sydney. Sydney. Like Australia. <laughs> That's a really cool name. Being Tim Johnson, I'm like just ordinary. I'm wallpaper. So <laughs> wallpaper. So people ask yeah. me if I'm related to Jack all the time. Jack Daniels. Uh, of course. Witty, I know. <laughs> He's my grandfather, didn't oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. What is Big Brothers and Big Sisters? We are a youth mentoring organization. So we serve kids in Peoria, Tazewell, Woodford, Knox, and Fulton counties. So we have a pretty wide reach. Um, and we match kids ages 5 to 18 with volunteers in the community, people like us, um, that are just willing to spend some time with the child and hopefully make a difference in their life. That's it. That's it. In a nutshell, that's what just, we do. Just spending time with them and how, what kind of... Uh, requirements do you have for mentoring i mean for our volunteers yeah. kind of like time two feet <laughs> time you mean is that what you're time. thinking the time about? commitment yeah. sure so we have two different programs um the one that you would typically think of with big brothers big sisters is our community-based program and that's where volunteers you know pick up their little from their home and spend time with them in the community doing some kind of activity that interests both the big and the little um so for example I have a little sister, her name's Lauren, and she loves doing things like going to see movies, she likes music and art and that kind of stuff. So we, we stop by Peoria Players and Cornstock and go see movies and do that kind of thing all the time. So we match based off of similar interest. Um, and with that program, we ask volunteers to meet with their little two to four times a month, um, just for a couple hours at a time. For most people, that's on a bi-weekly basis, usually on the weekends. It just kind of depends on um, you know what the availability is of the volunteer and of the child's family. Um, the other program that we have is our site-based program, and we call that one our Lunch Buddies program. Uh, so that one's a bit of a smaller time commitment. That's where our volunteers meet with a child in their school during their lunch hour for about 30 minutes. Uh, so it really just depends on what the availability is of the volunteer, if they have more time in the evenings or if they can step away from work for a little bit um, once a week or once every other week to spend time together that way. 
Very cool. So are, does that mean all schools participate that and it's really just wherever the child is? It's it's not all schools. We do um, District 150. We have a big presence there with a, with a couple of schools, um, specifically Whittier Primary and Calvin Coolidge, Von Steuben, a couple of those schools. Um, but we are working on expanding our reach in Tazewell County as well. Um, so we're looking to serve some schools in Pekin and East Peoria as well. Um, with the Lunch Buddies program specifically, we typically do workplace partnerships with large organizations that are willing to let their staff go out, you know, during that lunch period to spend time with their littles that way. Um, so it's really just whatever schools are willing to work with us. And if we have a group of volunteers that are nearby, since we want them to be pretty close together. Sure. So how does someone get involved What's the application process look like? So since we are working with kids and child safety is our number one priority, um, it is a, a bit of an extensive enrollment process for volunteers. Um, the first step is obviously an application and then they come into our office for an in-person interview where we ask them a lot of hard-hitting questions, make sure they're not crazy or anything like that. Uh, we do a couple different background checks through DCFS, criminal, local background checks, um, reference calls to friends, family, coworkers, uh, and then there's a bit of an online training portion as well for the volunteers it takes about an hour or so so why would somebody want to be involved well you know there's a lot of one-time volunteer experiences out there where you can you know reach out to an organization and say hey I have a group of five people let us paint a room or something like that mm -hmm. but what we offer is a very personal volunteer experience where you're matched with a child in a one-on-one -on -one relationship and we match based off of similar interests like I said so you're able to form a really special bond with a child and you build that relationship over time we do ask for a full year commitment for our volunteers so that they're able to really build that relationship um, although we hope hope that that relationship will continue long past a year, um, but we do require that one year minimum just so that they have a chance for the child to open up to them, the child to get comfortable. You know, a lot of times the kids that we work with, they it takes a while. You know, they want to know that you're not going to be leaving anytime soon. They want to make sure that, you know, you're actually going to be a friend to them before they tell you anything about themselves. Very cool. So they just probably go online and grab an application? or So for volunteers, you're, you can either just call the organization or um, your best bet is to get on our website and there is a little form there that just asks for your contact information mm -hmm. and then we would reach out to you from there. Oh, cool. So what is your website? It's hoibbbs.org. So it's Heart of Illinois, Big Brothers, Big Sisters.org. Do you get more uh, women volunteering or men? Absolutely. We get far more women volunteering. So we have a wait list of over 100 kids. It always kind of floats wow. around 100 kids because every kid that we match in a meaningful relationship, you know, there's one or two more that are still waiting. Um, and out of those 100 kids, I think it's about 75% of those are boys, little brothers waiting to be matched with a big brother. Um, we do, in some cases, we'll do a kind of a cross-gender match where we'll match a little brother with an older, with a big sister. But that's only if, um, you know, the young child is, is young. We want, you know, if they're older, we want to make sure that they have that older brother kind of feel. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, it is, you know, we match based off of gender. And so we do, we do run into that problem a lot. So I'm always looking for opportunities to speak to to you know, male-dominated audiences mm -hmm. um, so that we can pull in some more big brothers. All right. Guys, this is, this is <laughs> it. Yes. This is the thing <laughs> for you to get involved with. We uh, need you. For us, um, for me, through all of the shows that we've done, one of the biggest things that I've, I've found is that um, you can 
guys especially can make a really big impact in Absolutely. kids' lives. And so um, this is one way that a guy can get involved and really mm -hmm. make a difference in a kid's life. Absolutely. And I always tell volunteers too, I think people have this idea and, and we're kind of moving away from the word mentor because I think people are a little bit scared of that word. Like, oh, I can't do that. I don't have yeah. anything to offer. You know, you're not just sitting down with your little and pouring all this wisdom and advice and helping them settle these goals. I mean, that's all good and great if right. you can, but you're really just spending time with them. You know, it's a very low pressure um, kind of experience. You know, I pick up my little sister and we take our dogs for a walk. You know, it's as simple as that, just spending consistent time with them. Over time, that child is going to pick up on your good values or your good habits, or they'll listen to you a little bit more over time, you right. know, so yeah. it takes a while. But that's the whole thing with it being similar, right? So like you're saying, watching a movie, like mm -hmm. there's so many people out there that talk about being alone too, right? And they just want someone to hang out with and that's all you're doing. You're matching with similar interests. It's not like you're going to take a guy and be like, go play Barbies. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's simple. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I always say, you know, you're doing the things that you used to do when you were younger that maybe you don't do anymore, but you're doing it with someone that's probably doing it for the first time, right? Mm -hmm. Like I like to take my little sister to yoga classes and had I not done that, she probably wouldn't have ever really experienced that kind of thing. So you get to do the things all over again that you used to do when you were a kid and it's really special this time around. Yeah. Playing really basketball, cool. going fishing. Mm -hmm. That gift of presents, right? Absolutely. With yeah. a C, not a T. There you go. <laughs> yes, no presents, please. <laughs> well, it, it's, again, it's not, you don't have an agenda. You're just companionship. Um, I heard a stat that we've all been hearing right now is uh, depression mm -hmm. and loneliness is higher than it's ever been, even though we're mm -hmm. more connected. So it's that one-on-one -on -one time that really makes a difference. Definitely. What got you involved? What drew your interest? Sure. Well, I uh, was associated with the United Way and Big Brothers Big Sisters is a partner agency of United Way. So um, I got to listen to Jamie Trulove, our executive director, talk a little bit about the organization. And I thought that's something I want to be a part of. You know, that's something where it's really one-on-one, -on -one, you can see the difference that you're making in the community. Um, so I started as a case manager where I work, worked directly with the kids and the families and the volunteers. So I really got to see it from that side. And then from there, I uh, moved up to director of development. So now I get to help the organization um, in another way, you know, trying to bring new revenue, trying to bring new volunteers so that we can continue to grow and serve as many kids as possible. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So let's look at it from the other side. Um, you have a child, um, is it parents that are generally getting the kids involved? Absolutely, especially with the community-based program. Um, you know, the parents want us there. They're the ones that are calling us, say, reaching out for help. They want that extra support system for their child. Um, and a lot of time, you know, there's no set criteria that a child has to meet to be enrolled in our program. The only thing is that they have to be, they have to want to be matched with a big brother or big sister. Um, so the parents reach out to us and we come out and interview them the same way that the volunteers come into our office to interview. There is an application process. Um, and then they are placed on our wait list and like I said for boys they typically wait quite a while to be matched with the big brother um, and for girls it's, it's a bit shorter just because we do see a lot more um, big sisters come through the agency uh, but it's not first come first serve like I said we will take into consideration how long a child or a family has been waiting but we want to make really meaningful good matches you know if I have a kid that really really loves fishing and I see a volunteer come through that says yeah I'd like to take my little fishing and it's ding 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 that's a good match right there 
So, but with the site-based program, um, the one that's in the schools, a lot of times um, we get referrals from school staff, like the, you know, a counselor, a secretary, or their teacher even that will send a form home with their parents and see if they might be interested in having their child enrolled in our program. And then from there, once we get an application, we'll interview them in the school and enroll them that way. So do you have a waiting list for both, for both the lunches and the... We do, um, but that 100 kids wait list that I was talking about, that's mostly community-based kids. So with the, the site-based kids, it's, it's a lot easier for us to get volunteers in the site-based program because it is a smaller time commitment, especially if we have those workplace partnerships um, in place, then it's a lot easier for us to get volunteers out that way. And a lot of times, um, you know, we'll have matches in the site-based program that will build their relationship for a year or two, and then they'll transition to the community-based program, and they'll spend time out in the community from there. So, so could they stay with that child they had lunch with and go out to the community? Mm -hmm. okay. Yep, and that's what happens with quite a few of our matches. And I think those are the most special ones, you know, because you sure. get that school aspect. And then once you have that relationship, all those things that you used to talk about during your lunch period, now you get to go out and do together. Very cool. I, I like, I noticed you say littles and bigs. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, big brothers and little brothers. So I guess I'll shout out some of those that are bigs right now. Uh, if you would uh, mention on our Facebook page um, how you're involved and that you're involved, we would love to hear more. And mm -hmm. hopefully you can motivate some other people to get involved with that too. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Okay. So are you seeing success? I mean, are you seeing stories and hearing mm -hmm. stuff that kids being changed? Absolutely. So once we make matches, we have match support specialists, which are essentially case managers that watch over that match. And we communicate very closely with the child, the parent, and the volunteer of each match. We check in with them on a monthly basis to see how things are going, if there are any concerns, um, you know, how they're, the goals that we set in the beginning of the match, if those are being reached. Um, you know, we do have a set of surveys that helps us kind of uh, you know, see that a little bit more definitively. Um, but we get to hear so many wonderful stories about things that are happening in our matches, and we like to feature those on our Facebook and Instagram. We do what we call Match Mondays. Um, we'll, we'll have a couple pictures of a match and just tell a little bit about, you know, their story, how long they've been matched, and the kinds of things that they like to do together. That's super cool. That is really cool. What's your biggest need right now? Volunteers, always, especially male volunteers, like we said, we are growing as an agency. You know, we consistently are getting a little bit bigger each year, but with that, our wait list gets a little bit bigger each year, too. You know, parents hear about maybe a cousin or a friend that's involved in the program, and they say, oh, well, I want to enroll my kids, too. And that's great, but then our wait list just continues to grow while our volunteer um, enrollment is kind of at steadily at the same pace. So we're definitely always looking for volunteers, anyone that's willing to spend time with the child will take you. And how are you funded? So we are funded through a couple different sources. We don't have any governmental funding at all, but we do. We are funded um, largely by United Way, um, and we do. We have some other, um, you know, large sponsorships. People like Caterpillar and CEFQ and RLI. They help us out a lot, um, and the rest of it comes through fundraisers and individual funding. That's cool. 
So what are your fundraisers? So we actually have one tonight. <laughs> so our biggest fundraiser of the year is Bowl for Kids Sake. And we split that up into two sessions. So we just had our first session on Saturday the 16th. And our second session is tonight at 6 p.m. at Landmark Lanes. So the way that that one works is participants, people like you and I, or our volunteers, board members, anyone that's associated with the organization, um, they either raise or donate a minimum of $100. And then they get to bowl. They get a t-shirt, food, drinks, door prizes, all that fun stuff. So that's definitely our trademark fundraiser, the Bowl for Kids Sake, but we do have a couple more, um, like a Golf for Kids Sake, a Dine for Kids Sake, that one happens in the fall. Um, and we will be having this summer our second annual Big Luau, which is for young professionals to come out and have a good time. Very cool. So you guys will have all kinds of things going on. We do, yes. What kind of dollars do you guys raise with the Bulls for Kids Sake? That brings in a good portion of our funding. I would say, you know, 30 to 40% of our funding comes in through that Bolt for Kids Sake fundraiser. So it's really, you know, a, a, a stable thing that we need every year to make sure that we can stay in operation. Mm -hmm. So you could come out tonight and watch the kids bowling? Yes. Well, who's bowling, I guess, with that question? Not necessarily kids. Anyone who mm -hmm. is so, participating? Right. So so some of our littles will be there with their bigs. Um, you know, if, if our bigs do that fundraising and they raise the $100, then they're welcome to bring their little with them, and their little gets a T-shirt, too, and they get to bowl. Um, so we do have quite a few kids running around at the fundraiser, but I would say it's largely, um, you know, people in our community that are coming out to bowl with us. That's very cool. Yeah. What's the best way for people to really connect and, and get involved? Uh, well, as far as volunteering, the best way would be to go on our website and to fill out that volunteer form. Um, but if you just have questions about the organization in general, you can just call us and any, any one of 10 of us, we have a pretty small office, <laughs> we'll take some time with you and talk to you about some other ways you can get involved. Um, we do have, uh, we just launched our leadership council. So our leadership council is a group of young professionals that are just helping us grow in, in one of three ways, um, fund diversity, bringing in new sources of revenue for for us, as well as big recruitment and getting more volunteers like I talked about, and just general public awareness. You know, we think of these big name youth serving organizations like Boys and Girls Clubs or Easter Steels, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and there's no reason why we can't be on that same level, right? So that's sure. kind of what I'm working to do now is to get out there and just spread the word about what we're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. Maybe get the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts to come in as they're yeah, older, right? Absolutely. Because do you pair high school kids with younger kids? We do. Um, so the minimum age is 16 okay. for volunteers. Um, I will definitely say we have the most success with older volunteers. Sure. Um, you know, there's, like I said, minimum of 16, but we'll take you through 116, you know? <laughs> we, we find that a lot of our retired folks, you know, they have nothing but time to spend with the child. So those sure. are some of the best volunteers we get. That's awesome. Well, remind us of the website. H-O-I-B-B-B-S.org. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Big brothers, big sisters. Yes. That works. Uh, we're here with uh, Sydney Daniels of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Sure. Uh, make sure that you like us on Facebook, if you would, uh, YouTube, and uh, boy, we're on uh, Peoria TV, we're on uh, WPEO, and we thank all of our broadcasting uh, partners that are out there. Um, follow us again on Facebook, and until next time, we'll see you. PeoriaLife.com.